got a very distressing email from you, how fired up you were after the NCAA bid show. And, you know, I, I consider myself a therapist of some sort. Um, so I offered to open up my office to you and... Um, well, you did, but it, it wasn't... It, it felt more like tough love than empathy. <laughs> yeah, rub dirt in it and you'll feel better. <laughs> All right, so what do you got uh, cooking? Um, well, I thought we would do a... Um, would be fun just to do a quick uh, go through of the brackets and what uh, strikes us. Um, and, you know, anything, um, you know, I was going to ask you what sort of stood out most to you, whether it's a couple of the snubs or whether it's, you well, know, a couple of the couple of the matchups coming up that really strike your yeah. fancy or whatever. Um, I will first say, I think there is anti-New Jersey discrimination going on because um, Montclair State did not make it, which surprised me. But also on the women's side, College of New Jersey didn't make it. But that's that's for another session. Um, So uh, let me take a look. I got the... There is one match that I, I am very interested in. It's the Mary Harden Baylor Pacific Lutheran game. I think that could be a pretty much a humdinger. Um, I am actually I'm going to project. So the Washington and Lee, Brevard Case Western Reserve, um, Muhlenberg games. If it's ends up being Washington and Lee in case Western, I think we got a game going on. But obviously Brevard and Muhlenberg will have something to say about that. Um, I will say for your beloved um, Lords, I mean Owls, uh, I, I think they just put you in a bracket to knock out one of the better teams because I think there's only can be only one. So... Kenyon Calvin or Carnegie Mellon are my takes to get through to to be the survivor. I think it will be Kenyon, but Kenyon versus Calvin can be quite the matchup. Um, yeah, I don't think when you say Kenyon Calvin or Carnegie Mellon, I don't think you're going out on too much of a limb. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I, I think Kenyon does it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm siding with you, with you guys. Um, um, I think, I think Kenyon gets through. Um, um, well, I, you know, they're playing at home, which I don't. They've actually lost to Calvin in the Elite Eight on that field, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, I think they definitely have a shot to get through, and if they do get through, then I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about. I'll let you make any Kenyan references to that. Okay, I think they do it. I, I do. I think. And I, I I um and I agree with you. I think Washington Lee and Case Western would be a fascinating yeah matchup. Um, and I also think Kenyan versus Washington Lee or yeah. 
Kenyon's already played Case Western, which would be tough because that would be a rematch that Kenyon won. Um, and Calvin and Washington Lee also would be fascinating. So yeah, I I don't think Washington and Lee has it easy because I think they're matched up against teams that could give them the game. That right? I mean, yeah. Well, when you're when you're in a quadrant that if you survive some really, really tough games and then like you're still staring at Messiah at the end of it <laughs> to try to get to the final four, it's like, yeah, it doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. Uh, yeah. That, uh, who knows that, that semifinal might be the national championship right there. If it, well, it wouldn't say, be a, you mean a quarterfinal quarterfinal. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. What are you, um, since we're, why don't we just get finish up that that quadrant? Okay. Do you would you give? Um, I'm going to have one caveat to this, but um, would you give if it happens North Park much of a chance against Messiah? No. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm talking to the Messiah guy. Messiah, me? Are you kidding me? I'm a purple raider through and through. Um, I, I just, I just don't see. I, I see Messiah winning it all, like the way they, pl the way they're playing, and how I mean, scary their offense and their goal production is. Yeah. Um. I just don't see anybody being able to stop them. I could see going blow to blow, right? Like I could see it just becoming a physical downright game, but they have something that nobody else has. And that's this ability or this belief that they're going to score. It just doesn't. Yeah. And, and I don't see anyone else who has that. No, looking, looking at the, at that quadrant, it's hard to imagine Messiah not getting to the final four, although. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think North Park could, you know, if they, first of all, that was what I wanted to come back to. I, I'm really worried about North Park and Rose Holman, like, and, um, people talk about how nobody's won the title except for Messiah or the Nescacks. The, the last mm -hmm. non-Nescac, non-Messiah was Owu. Mm -hmm. And then in 2013, I think Owu was ranked number one in the country. They would have hosted all the way to the final four. They lost in the first round at home to Rose Holman. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, one of those games where they probably had 30 to five shots. And yeah, I, I think it, it was a muddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that changed. That was the year Kenyon had their first match with Messiah. And that probably would have been played at Owu. Mm -hmm. And it would have been. Uh, Kenyon, Owu, Franklin, and Marshall, and Messiah. So that might have, and Messiah went on to win the the national title that year. Um, but I, Rose Holman definitely will not be easy for North Park. Uh, you know, and I mean, I tell you, obviously, they're, they're a team. If they're not playing at a hundred percent, they're very blown. Or North Park yeah. just strikes me as they have to be playing on all cylinders to. I mean, they should. I think on the merits, they should 
get through yeah. that and get through Ohio Northern to get to Messiah, but, you know, we'll see. The, the one team that I think would, I don't know if scare is the right word, but I don't think Messiah would want to play Calvin. No. Um, yeah, I can, I could see. I, again, a team that does, is not afraid to get physical and get after it and close down spaces really fast, I think. That's the formula. right, and Calvin won't be. Calvin wouldn't yeah. be awed by Messiah, or there Correct. wouldn't be any intimid, intimidation factor. Correct. So, all right. So we're um, let's go. Which one you want to do next? Let's just do the the Chicago, the top left. So Chicago, Birmingham, Southern. I don't. I don't see a world in which. I don't see a world in which Chicago doesn't go go through. I just. Um, yeah, like I, they say, there's no guarantees, but I don't yeah. see. Now I think there are some interesting. I'll tell you. Um, you already talked about it. I don't know enough to talk about. Um. I think St. Thomas or Mary Harden Baylor could beat. I don't know. I guess I would pick Pac Lutheran to get through yeah. to get to Chicago. I think the Luther UW U Claire game is fascinating. That's a that'll be a good game. And then if it's, um, I mean, I think U Claire that they won't be favored in either one of these, but. I think Euclid could beat Luther and beat Gustavus and get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Um, they have that combination, then, right, of just physical brawn out on the field and then the ability to score. Yeah, I mean, they could lose to either one of them, but they're 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 winnable. They're not totally yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and then... I think this might be one of the best games in the second round that is kind of a sleeper it would be North Central at Saint, uh, with St. Olaf. Oh, that for the, for the, yep, the second round. Yeah, that would be, that would be another really good one. Right at the bottom of that bracket. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I would totally, I could, I could see that. I just, um, I, this is another, this is where on that game, I just think North Central, I don't know rarefied air um i don't know right do they choke or not but north central I, I is the one that i would be like yeah they're they're the ones that are going to go through on this on this break. That, i think so. that that's a good point i mean i, I think saint olaf or north central would be the ones to give the best game to chicago but chicago, yeah, yeah i mean north central hasn't had the experience of being yeah. in that rarefied air yeah yeah, yeah. so um you know, and St. Olaf did have a good run yeah. last year. Last year. And they're not as consistent this year. Not as, I don't know, dominant as they seemed to be last year. Yeah. So we both got, it sounds like we both pretty clearly have Chicago. Um, and Messiah. <laughs> but like, right, just, left, just for that quadrant, yeah. 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 Okay. And that would set up potentially for them actually to play in the the championship game and not one of the semifinals. Correct. 
which uh, what a game that would be, right? Like that would be that uh, would be a heck of a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think people um, want to watch that one, definitely. Yeah, I think everybody wants to see that if their own team yeah. gets knocked out. Yeah. Uh all right, you got two left. All right, so we'll do the left hand side, Stevens. Yeah, you're the Stevens guy. Yeah, I'm but here's um, the thing. I might be going with this is a this is the tougher one, I think. Like I, I could I could I could see Rowan being the up the upset. I could see them beating Middlebury. I could see them facing Stevens, and then I could see Rowan winning. Yeah, I'm going to go against you on. Okay. I'm going to go against you on that one because I, I mean, obviously Rowan could beat Middlebury. I mean, that's sort of a toss-up-y kind of game, but um, I think Middlebury will be too disciplined for Rowan. Um, And I think if Middlebury beats Rowan, Mm-hmm. I think they'll go to the final four. I, I'm, you know what? That's anti-New Jersey discrimination that I'm hearing from you. Um, you mean because it's because of Stevens Steve, and Rowan? Steve, yeah. Well, you're still you're kidding. still so ticked off about Montclair that they're having a hard time. <laughs> yeah. You're not really seeing things clearly. You know what? I'm I'm calling all the five families together, and we're going to take care of business. We might have to go to the mattresses here. <laughs> wouldn't that be um, weird? Wouldn't that Wouldn't that be funny if Montclair sort of mysteriously found a way to get into the tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody had to drop out. <laughs> right. Oh, brilliant. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I well, let me tell you what, let me tell you why I say that. I think, I think it'll be Stevens or Middlebury because when you mm-hmm. look at the, I don't think Cortland or Franklin and Marshall would beat either one of them. And then when you no. look at the bottom half, you know, there's some decent teams. Christopher Newport, yeah. Johns Hopkins is really good. John Carroll, John Carroll. is like tough as nails. Yeah, but I don't see I don't see any of them beating Stevens or Middlebury. In my humble opinion, I I don't. I I actually I think this could be the year for John Carroll. Like I I I could see them giving a game to Stevens or Middlebury. Well, if they if they get that far, if they get that far, I agree with you. But they got to beat Hopkins at Hopkins. Yeah. That's going to be a fantastic game. That's going to be that's that game. That's the game in the second round where it's like drop everything. I'm going to be watching that one. I might actually right. might go down to Baltimore. <laughs> you have to hope yeah. that all those games aren't at the same time. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's good. It's better when they're kind of staggered. St- yeah. Of course they won't. This is the NCAA running it. No, they, they they won't be at the same time. Um, well, the um, and and the, I have to say I am a Johns Hopkins fan. I think they're very good. My my issue is they're 
And I think they've been doing a lot better job trying to get the ball forward and get to goal. They've been a lot more, I don't want to say direct because they're not necessarily direct, but they just can't, they just seem to struggle putting it in the ball, the ball in the back of the net. Like they don't have a guy or two guys who can score, you know, it seems to be too much of a struggle. That's my only issue for not choosing Johns Hopkins to win that group, because I think if they had a goal scorer, um, I could see them, I could see them winning out here. I could, yeah, I could the, see the only, um, I think the only team in that whole, maybe Cortland, but I think the only team in that whole group that is sort of a run and gun team is Christopher Newport. So if, if yeah. Hopkins ends up like John Carroll is going to be very disciplined and tough. Mm-hmm. And Middle, Middlebury and Stevens, I mean, Stevens is, I think, a little bit like Hopkins. Yeah. Don't yes. they usually win like 1 0, 2 yeah. 1? Eh. They have better production in goal wise, I think. They're, they're, right, they're, of, they have, uh, what about Bruno and Dino? Who? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think that it was a Jersey joke, actually, because somebody was talking about how they loved his name. Uh, I think the Hopkins guy, Bruno Andino. Oh, Andino. And yeah. Is he you like know, their striker? They, yeah, but he's not, like I said, there's not, they're not a dominant force up top. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because the teams, look, did you watch the Muhlenberg game? This is the, this is the issue. Did you watch the Muhlenberg game by chance? Muhlenberg. With, uh, with Hopkins? Against Hopkins. I did. I did watch significant portions of that. Yes, Muhlenberg, and look, no, no disrespect. Like they sat back. I, I was. I, I said, like to me, they looked like they were playing for the PK. So if you can do that, like I, I just either that or the quick break that would catch Hopkins off guard, which they had a couple chances that way. But and and Hopkins could not break him down. Not, and that's where I think a team's going to go. Like, you know, a better team is going to be able to do that again. That's my concern with Hopkins. Well, that, yeah, and that's why I'm not picking Hopkins over yeah. Middlebury or Stevens. Yeah. And, you know, and you may have a hunch there about John Carroll, too. So, yeah. And, I, and the other hunch, the dark horse to this one, the dark horse, I'm going to call it Lynchburg. Like, I could I could see I could see Lynchburg surprising. That's a good call. Um, yeah, Lynchburg could lose first round to Catholic, or they could get to the Elite Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you can say that about a lot of teams. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think Catholic could give them a run. I do. Yeah. Um, but I, I I do think. Something about Lynchburg is a little bit more imposing than than I think Catholic will end up being. Uh, Lynchburg's got a little bit to prove too, because people never yeah. really think they're that never good. Never give but... them right. Yep. Yep. So. Um. All right. So let's go to the number four. I I am hoping for a second round game, Amherst St. Lawrence. Yeah, I'm going to let you talk about that one because I've already gotten myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I am I am definitely 
I'm a little worried about Roger Williams, but yeah, I definitely want to see Amherst and St. Lawrence. And and to the end, this upper part of the bracket, I don't see anyone here. I, I'm going to say this. I don't see anyone here that stops Amherst, except for conceivably Ohio Wesleyan. Yeah, I, um, by the way, I think Ohio Wesleyan actually got a pretty good draw. Like, I think they can, yeah. I think they can, they can definitely get to the Sweet 16. Yes. And then, depending on where that game is, if it's on Amos, that's what worries me for St. Lawrence, too. If it's a small, narrow field with all the size they have, like, there's just no space. No space. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think oh, uh, I, Ohio Wesleyan and St. Lawrence would be like a phenomenal game. Oh yeah, that would be. Um, but I that would I be don't the think, fun game. Right, I don't think Ohio Wesleyan can beat Amherst. To be honest. Okay, I, I'm, I, I'm. 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 I am. I, I think they can. You're still a newbie at this, so I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna do the elderly father thing and say like son no it's not possible <laughs> i i gotta be at least two years older than you so yeah <laughs> um, all right and then what do you think about the bottom part of that draw i oneonta so the Tufts, UMass, Boston, I think we should call some ambulances because that's going to be, I think that's going to be a, that's going to be a brawl. Um, and I, I have to say, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one for me. I keep thinking, oh, Tufts will find a way, but they haven't really found a way this season when it mattered. Um, the Babson Vassar is a, is a is an interesting game. I, I, yeah, that Babson Vassar might be the best first round game. For, first round game, yeah. I think the winner of that game. I think I think that that's where you're going to find the winner of that that section. Is going to be between Babson and Bass or whoever wins that one. I don't see Merch Marine. You think the Babson Vassar winner will beat both Bowden and the winner of Tufts yes. Oneonta? Yes. Which is a stretch, but I think. I think let's just say let's just say Tufts beats UMass. I think they're going to be bruised and battered. I think they lose to Oneonta because they're bruised and battered. I think let's just say it's well Babson Vassar. I I think will handle Bowden or or Merchant Marine. Although I think it'll be Bowden, and then Babson Vassar will play Oneonta, and then I think they'll they would beat Oneonta. Yeah, the only um my two comments would be 
I think Bowden is sort of like a little bit of a mystery. Like people don't quite know what to make of Bowden. So, yeah. and obviously you think the Babs and Vassar winner is going to beat them. So I, I'm, I'm not sure about Bowden, but I, I think I'm going to exaggerate, but I think there's a 0% chance that Tufts doesn't advance against Oneonta. That's Tufts really? loves to Tufts loves to play teams like Rowan and Montclair, and I think Oneonta mm. oh, is right. In that. They're right in that genre. This is like in some of the other years, Tufts didn't resume was not good either, and and then they were playing like Rowan or Montclair on their fields, mm. and they every single time they won. I mean, they're not as good this year. They're those yeah. other teams were much better than Tufts this year, but uh, I don't trust Oneonta in that spot. Okay. Even though I'll be rooting for Oneonta, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, I'll be rooting for St. Lawrence if they get to play Amherst. Um, um, that, that would be a fun game. That would be a fun game. That would be a really fun game to watch. Like I might have Which to figure one? out a way if I could drive the an Amherst St. Lawrence matchup. Yeah. Um I think that might that could be the second round, one of the second definitely the one of the second, if not the second round game. Yeah. But again, I haven't watched I've watched a couple games of St. Lawrence. And I just wonder, you know, when, when <laughs> some folks are going to get angry, but like when, when Amherst starts fouling and going in on tackles and yelling at the rat, like, I just wonder whether St. Lawrence is going to be able to keep their heads, you know, and, and concentrate on what they have to do and be disciplined enough to, right. to stay in it, even with Amherst and the antics and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, they obviously know enough about Amherst to try to prepare yeah. for that. But I mean, it's how. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you saw my post where I listed their their, like their their size. Oh, you know, six 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 eight six five yep. six three six three six three. Uh, on a small field, I mean, that's just a lot. All, yep. And all they're looking for are long throws and corner kicks. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's their that's their tactic. Yeah. Although I said, and if you watch the game, um, um, the who are they playing Connecticut? Yeah, against Connecticut, said their one of their main liabilities in the back is their goalkeeper, and that Connecticut goal he let in, I thought was Totally because he's terrible on his feet. Yeah. By the way, let me give you props on that. You called Connecticut right all season long. Um, and I, I thought they would eventually, I mean, they did get to the NESCAC final. So, but yeah. Um, anyway, were you, you were on was, that pretty much right from the start. Yeah. Were you surprised that? Um, 
were you surprised that they did not get one of the bids? Because I wasn't, but. Um, I was not surprised. Um, and I also was not, I, I definitely, I think we talked about this last show, but I definitely thought Tufts and Williams were getting in. And I absolutely, I would have been, sh I don't know if shocked is the right word because, Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I would have been very surprised if Hamilton got in and, yeah. um, I understand it's like really, really hard, but I, I think the way Hamilton finished what like, Oh, four and two, or, yeah. you know, it just wasn't good enough. And I know, uh -huh. I know the competition was very high level and, but, um, there is something to be said too, about the timing, right? Like you are better off. I, I'm convinced of this, right? Like you're better off having a situation where you struggle at the beginning of the season, but then turn it around and suddenly you're playing much better and you're winning, 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 and you get to your conference yep. final as opposed to either just sort of being flat the whole year or you start out really good like Hamilton did, keep going, and then suddenly you just start to nosedive. And that... Even just right. the impression alone, I think that 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 really hurts, especially when it comes you, time to. I, no, I totally agree. It's like you, and you also, even if you do get it, you don't want to be limping into the tournament like that. Tournament, no, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and so I think Owu fits your criteria. I think Owu yep. and Saint Olaf are teams that sort of kind of figured it out and started. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, but, I mean, it is really disappointing because, you know, I remember, uh, you know, for two or three weeks there, actually first the big name was Wesley and, and then Hamilton. Yep. and then Hamilton. And then they both just sort of fell off a cliff. Fizzled, yeah. You know, that's, again, that's that, that's that, um, there's something to be said about, having been in that position before, you know, and it's it, a team that's new to, hey, look how good we're doing, look how good we're doing. And then their first encounter with an obstacle, they, they nosedive or they fizzle out. Whereas teams that have been there before do have this, oh, it was just a hiccup. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Right. Look, right. Ohio, again, go back to Ohio Wesleyan. There's a perfect... There's a team that could have folded a, a, a team, a normal team at 04 and two could have easily just been like, well, whatever, there goes our season, right? At six games in. And instead, no, nope, we keep, they, I'm committed. They just kept doing, they kept doing and it, and the results started coming. Yeah. I mean, and I guess the one point I would make, cause I can hear the Nescaq fans screaming in the background. Um, <laughs> I mean, They're outside your door the, with pitchforks. <laughs> right. But like like one of the reasons I knew Owu would turn it around is when you look, once they got through that part of their schedule, like the NCAC is, you know, other than Denison and Kenyon, like you, you could just tell they're going to run off a bunch of wins here. Yeah. Like Wesleyan beat, I don't remember who Wesleyan beat, but let's say they beat Tufts and Middlebury. You know, you're ecstatic. You just beat Tufts and Middlebury, and then you look at the schedule, and then you've got 
Amherst, Williams, and Bowden next. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, which is a yeah. lot different than Wittenberg, Hiram. Hiram. This is very DePaul. true. I don't, I'll give you that much. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is very true. I mean, they're the yeah Olu's schedule in that regard is is much more favorable to doing what they do. I think in the NESCAG, it's probably near. That's yeah. a very difficult proposition, right? Just because you're getting, like you said, you're going, right. you're you're playing against teams that are that much better, that much more competitive in, yeah. in certain respects. But again, I go um, back, and and this is my. This is my thesis as of late, my Western Connecticut thesis as of late, right? Which is, say what you will, a team a team that wins is a team that wins and deals with whatever it has to do to win. So, you know, Western Connecticut, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang my hat. I think they sh there should have been room on here for them, right? I think, Right, you you gotta you gotta show that there is some worth to doing your thing for an entire season and going twenty zero and two. And they might they might not make it very past the first round, right? I I totally understand that, but that's an accomplishment. Uh, any team at any level twenty zero and two is an accomplishment. No, I to I totally agree with that, and and. And whether you do well in the tournament or not, I don't think should necessarily have anything to do with whether you get in. Correct. Correct. Um, and I, I think the overall, I've, I've never seen the sentiments mm -hmm. on our board so virtually unanimous about a snub. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you can look at the numbers and you can definitely see the argument against. But, I mean, basically everybody that posts has been like, out of their mind about leaving out Western Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. you know, that's too bad. Yeah. I, I um, They're the one team, you know, like yeah. I, that's the one they went, they over like they didn't, they didn't lose a game. And again, that's hard yeah. to do under any circumstance, under any circumstance in, in division three soccer. That yeah. At any level of soccer, that is a very difficult thing to do. Lucky, not um, lucky. The, I, but I think it, and it's not like their strength of schedule was a two. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It, it's not like it's it was bad. Right. It was just not. You're talking degrees, right, and interpretations. And I think, I just, I, I think there should have been room. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Um, all right. Well, in the name of election day, do you do you have a? I have like a one minute closing statement. Do you have like a closing statement today? Um, I do have a closing statement, but you can. You're like first. sort of big picture. Yes. <laughs> go, what do go you ahead. got? Oh, I go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So my, I'm. I've been trying to think about why am I. Why have I been both so excited and now I feel a little melancholy? And I mean, some of that's, I guess, a little obvious, but I was just thinking about how, you know, I've been waiting or most of us have been waiting 
every team that lost except, you know, everybody except for Connecticut has been waiting eight or nine months for the new season. Everything sort of builds towards this. There's all this anticipation. Your team's good, good doing well enough that they're going to get into the tournament. You know, and then, it's, and then, you know, there's, so there's all this, this is the whole, what we've all been waiting for. It's like, tremendous these are the best couple of weekends in d3 mm-hmm. soccer yeah and but there's a little bit of melancholy that starts creeping in because it it also means like it's almost over yeah. and there's only real there's only four teams like in a in the in a blink of an eye everybody's going to be gone except for four teams and that gets extended because of the thanksgiving break so they end up you know, a couple of more weeks go by before they play that first week of December. Um, but, you know, and then it's, you know, and then you're back to like waiting another nine months for the next, you know, <laughs> so hey, it's just a weird, so it's, um, I mean, we keep doing, I keep doing it year after year for some crazy reason, but, um, it's that's sort of an interesting dynamic to me. I think the reason why you've been doing it year in and year out is because you have nine months to stew on it, <laughs> you know, like, and then you just can't, you can't let it go. And you're like, the season started. All right. Get all excited. So I'm just going to yeah. say my closing statement is much simpler. Um, and it just goes out to all the players who are, who are on the teams that, um, made the tournament didn't make the tournament um guys who and gals who you know sacrifice a lot right from the from the first day of preseason and throughout the summer they're training all the way to today um probably the, the the what i would say to them is just i hope you find joy in this game as much joy as i do in following it now so that's my, that's my, not melancholic. Um, no, that's not, that's no, it's very appropriate. And um, special shout out to all the fifth year seniors who came back, yeah. like came through back. COVID and they're. Yeah. Um, that's remarkable when you to... think about it, right? Cause you, yeah. who comes back, who are the fifth years that come back that you only, you always hear about all the, you know, the big time, you know, football players that go to grad school, whatever that you hear about those guys, but there's a slew. I don't even know. I would be curious to know how many fifth year seniors there are playing across division three because they, oh, I bet, they, I bet love, it, they least... love it so much. They love yeah. it so much that they say like, yep, I'll come back. That's that says something. Yeah. I bet there's more than 50 that are or more Easily. than 75 that are in the tournament. Yeah. Um, All right. So I do have to ask you now that the closing comments are out. um, Are we going to convene again? Like, do you have the wherewithal for another new show, another episode, or is this like till Kenyon till Kenyon meets a unfortunate end to their tournament aspirations? You you mean am I willing to commit to another show? Yes. With 
without a contingency of what happens this weekend? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I will reluctantly commit to that. Yes. Yes. I love the. Um, there's nothing better than talking about the sectionals when you get to this week 16. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's so that, when that gets, might actually. That's when it gets, that might, that be might have to be one. a four hour show. <laughs> I, you know what? It's all, you know, I, I save all this stuff virtually in the cloud, and yeah. the cloud's infinite. So we can go for it yeah, we'll, we'll, easily. We'll, we'll have an intermission that, that day or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. It'll be, um, it'll take about 17 hours to process, but we'll be good. Believe it or not, it's actually much easier for me to do if Kenyon's not in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, you're going to yeah. be so anxiety ridden. Do you, are in your current position, um, do you, are you allowed to prescribe meds? <laughs> because, <laughs> um, uh, licensed psychologists can. By the way, I, I wanted to add this too. Like people will love this on the board. My PhD dissert, the to, the topic of my PhD dissertation, like thirty years ago, or whatever it was, um, thirty five maybe, was the persistent character of resentment. <laughs> and. The key thing about resentment is it has to do with being wounded or slighted or like in a way that you feel like you can't control or and it's like it's uh, it's really related to this whole narcissism mm -hmm. uh, theme I've been on. But yeah, license, I, I you have to go through some extra training, which I I didn't ever have any interest in prescribing, but um I'm, there I'm are some saying, states, can, some you, states now do allow psychologists. Yeah. I was just going to say, because, you know, if Kenyon gets knocked out, do you prescribe your own <laughs> scripts? No, but I, I can. But that's the good thing. I can now I can get my son to prescribe it. <laughs> He's like already writing them. <laughs> yeah. There's a, this this will be my little this will be my little Jackie moment. There's yeah. there's my son right there. Nice, always and over your is, shoulder. It says NCAA Nate Petru and the Lords will take on Ohio Wesleyan round of sixteen. That was actually on the cover of the NCAA website. And wow, in 2014. So I, I I have to say I, I do love that. I like that's frameable. You gotta figure out a way to put a frame on that bad boy. Yeah. Either and and I do love the nineteen seventies faux wood paneling background that you have there too. But um <laughs> Yeah, if if I showed you the outside of the building I'm at, it would be <laughs> it would be um, it wouldn't it would be faux seventies too. <laughs> people would start sending money and to like <laughs> Help me get through the year. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. I'm glad you said. I'm actually in a old burned out trailer outside a courthouse because I work at a courthouse, and the, mm -hmm. the the chief justice at my court is the brother of the famous Brandeis coach who retired a few years ago, uh, uh, Coven. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of 
what, what's the word? Serum di- serendipity or yeah. something. So we should have the judge join us for one of our episodes. He can um, probably, <laughs> but if they figure out this is what I'm doing at work, <laughs> You're this trouble. is my lunch. Yeah. But this is my lunch break, so fairness. I yeah, yeah. you've eaten a lot. I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Mr. Petru. As always, it was fun. All right, thank you, simple coach. All right.